Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 18, verse 1. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? There's a commercial on TV for a pet food company that folks either seem to like or hate. The commercial begins with dad and mom, their son, daughter, and dog at the dinner table. The son begins, Hey dad, I got an A on a book report. The daughter joins in, and I scored a goal on Ashley. Then the dog speaks up, and I took a walk in the woods and didn't get a single flea or tick on me. To which the parents look at the dog and announce, You are just the best. And the dog replies, Right? I'm great. Of course, the goal of the commercial is to make you throw your head back and conclude, that's ridiculous. But is it any more ridiculous than the situation that Matthew describes for us here in God's Word? He tells us, At that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You can almost imagine them wanting to chime in with all of the great things they've said or done, with the hope of hearing, You are just the best. And then, as their ego continues to get the best of them, slapping themselves on the back and saying, Right? I'm great! In the commercial, the kids are upset to have to compete with the dog. And, of course, that's the point. But in our case, think of how tempting it is to take the dog-eat-dog competition of the world and bring it into our walk with Christ. While the commercial is tongue-in-cheek, the disciples were completely serious, and it wasn't the only time. In the commercial, it's hard to tell at first if the children and the dog are competing for affection or simply trying to determine who's better than the other. And it's not clear at first why the need for this debate persisted among the disciples. Like the bickering kids and the dog in the commercial, the disciples may have misunderstood the kingdom as a matter of trying to gain power, prestige, and respect. It's an uncomfortable text to hear because think of how often you and I find ourselves doing the same thing. It's tempting to want to stand out in God's church, to look like we have it all together. And today, with the false teaching of the prosperity gospel being so prevalent, it turns Christianity into a competitive sport for attention. It's tempting to make it appear that we have everything under control in our lives and that we're the kind of people that others should admire, respect, and perhaps even fawn over. It stokes our egos as we say to ourselves, Right? I'm great! But that makes no sense among people who begin worship each week with a confession that begins with the words, I, a poor, miserable sinner. Being a disciple, rejoicing in our place in God's kingdom, has nothing to do with our achievements, pride, or self-fulfillment. It's all about the grace of God that brought him to send his Son to redeem us from our sins, including boastful pride like this. One of the great joys of confessing our sins together, as we do in worship, and not just alone, is that it reminds us of God's great love, that he has made a place even for us at his table. Acknowledging together that Jesus shed his blood for us, to redeem us, enables us to see those around us in a whole new light. Jesus goes on to use the example of a shepherd seeking out his lost sheep. Instead of standing around and complimenting the flock, he sets off to find the one that is lost. It reminds us that there are many more who are not at the table, whom we must also persistently seek, that they too may celebrate the gospel of their salvation, of their Savior who died and rose for them. At the end of the commercial, it's apparent that the children are clamoring to be loved and see the dog as a threat. The point of the pet food company is that they're all part of the family. In the Lord's Supper, we're blessed to be gathered together at His table as one family where Christ Himself assures us with His own body and blood of His mercy, love, and forgiveness. Happily, you and I don't need to compete for God's love. We have it in Christ. Instead, we can celebrate God's love together and marvel that even you and I have a place at His table. And it brings us to realize that there is room for many more. 
Let us pray. Loving God, forgive me for my selfish pride. Help me to see others as you see them, sinners just like me, in need of your mercy. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.